Welcome into Success by Design, a business podcast on the WHIN Podcast Network. Now, here is the founder and CEO of Navarro Creative Group, Wendy Navarro. Welcome back into Success by Design. I'm Wendy Navarro, CEO of Navarro Creative Group and host of Success by Design. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening to this podcast that you can listen to on winradio.com, winradio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud, and Navarro Creative Group. So I am here today with my friend and the extraordinary Kathleen Hawkins. Thank you. (laughs) Many of you know her as the CEO and president of the Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce. And uh, I'm really excited to have you here today. Well, I'm excited to be here today. (laughs) Awesome. So now, Kathleen, you are not originally from the Sumner County area, but you are making a big impact because with being the CEO and president of the Chamber of Commerce, you get to have a lot of uh, introspective on what's going on with the businesses in our community. But before we get into that, I want you to tell the audience a little bit about who you are. Um, tell us about your background and how you came here. How I came here? Yeah. Well, that's a great story. Thank you. <laughs> I am a proud mother of three beautiful, growing children, mm-hmm. um, wife of a fantastic husband, and I am originally from the Central Florida area. And I found out about this position when LinkedIn matched me. It was kind of crazy. Prior to this position, I have done many things in my life. I've, I've owned two multi-million dollar businesses. I taught at a university for about 10 years. And um, my last company was called WOMTEC. It was a national women's business building organization so basically like a chamber of commerce but we geared our priorities towards women and I sold that in April of 2016 planned on taking the summer off as an entrepreneur you know oh yes that it like time off sounded like a great thing but by May I was interviewing with the Hendersonville area chamber of commerce and I accepted the position in the month of May and started July 1st so that all just went boom, boom, boom. So yes. it was just meant to be. It was absolutely meant it, to be. I, I mean, be. I was matched by LinkedIn and I hadn't created a resume. I wasn't on job boards. I wasn't looking for anything. Right. It was just it was just a match. And um, I fell in love with Hendersonville because, well, A, I've always loved Nashville. My husband is, his family's from Knoxville. And I wanted to be closer to his family, but not that close to his family. <laughs> Far <laughs> enough away that we have to drive a little. Exactly. <laughs> and um, I fell in love with Hendersonville because it really reminded me of the town that I grew up in just outside of Tampa called Brandon, Florida. And I saw it go from cow pastures and farmlands to a vibrant, thriving city. And I wanted to be part of that here. And that's exciting. And that is part of the entrepreneurial spirit. I think we kind of look at things a little bit differently because where something is not, we can see something happening. Absolutely. So that's really exciting. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you decided that you were going to take the position and that you applied and here you are. So we love having you out here in Sumner County. Um, And I wasn't out here much further before you were when we moved out in this area. So um, I think we've kind of grown into this area together, which has been a really cool thing. I remember us having our first conversation and we talked about not having winter coats. Right? So (laughs) yes, yes, I concur. And what I can tell you, I'm excited about my kids have all said that they love Tennessee more than Florida. They hated me coming here. um, But once they got here, it's been just over three years and they, they feel that this is home. It's meant to be. And that makes it so much easier as a parent to know that you made the right decision. Amen. Yay. Good deal. 
deal. All right. So let me ask you this because our, I think the Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce is um, one of the big, it actually is the biggest chamber of commerce here in the Sumner County area. That is correct. But it's also got some impressive numbers with regard to being in the middle Tennessee area. And our numbers are, where Where do we rank as far as membership? As far as membership, we are just under a thousand members in comparison to like the Nashville Chamber, which is just under 2000 members. Wow. So if you look at that apples to apples, I know that Nashville Chamber reaches out to us quite often and, and we reach out to them. So we do partner together. And our goal is is all regionalism. It's all about supporting businesses, not just in Hendersonville, which is why it's the Hendersonville Area Chamber of Commerce, but it's it's supporting our region from an economic development perspective. The more Nashville grows, the more all of our surrounding cities are going to continue to grow. Right. Um, but our chamber does rock, I yep. must say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will concur with that. We are part of the um, Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce, and we get so much benefit from that. Um, and just the networking is invaluable. Um, so with what you were saying right now, as far as how big the area is growing and that you reach out across the city boundaries, we love that. I love that because that's really what this podcast is about. It's about highlighting Sumner County as a whole and all the great things that are going on. And that may be a city. It may be something that's happening with us in a city. It may be a county event, um, but that's what this is all about. We want to highlight the amazing things and the amazing people here in Sumner County who are making things happen. So I love that the Hendersonville area Chamber of Commerce reaches out past those city boundaries. Absolutely. Love that. So what is the role of the chamber? Our, our job is to help businesses grow and prosper. That's our mission. That's our focus. But we do that for many different ways because, or many different reasons. If a local business, big or small, is growing in a community, then the economy is going to be growing in that community as well. Absolutely. When the economy grows in that community, then the schools are better and they're more vibrant and they're thriving because we're, we're paying more tax taxes and, and supporting that county. So we want to make it a place where people live, work, and play. We are a nonprofit, so our goal is to give everything back to support the community and to help people like teachers. Like this year, we gave $25,000 to teachers um, to think outside of the box. The principals love it. The school board loves it because the teachers get to come up with new creative ideas. So when you attend events like Freedom Festival, you're not just attending the event to have fun with your family. I mean, you do have fun with with your family, but you're attending the event to support a teacher in a school to change a learning environment, to make a difference, to support future workforce and, and future employees and employers in our community and and to be able to do that I don't think that I don't think people make that correlation a lot of times that the events that are happening in the community a lot of times are driven by the chambers of commerce and Hendersonville has what are what are some of the big events that the Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce puts on that people would recognize because they go the three biggest events that we do annually would be Sumner Fest, which is, um, we've only done two um, so far. So it's our second, we've done t- our second annual Sumner Fest. That's in August. It's growing every year, though. It is growing. We had over 9,000 attendees. Wow. The parking lot was full at, at um, Sanders Ferry Park. And the vendors were happy and it was thriving. And, and you get to do free air, hot air balloon rides. And it was just a great, great day. So that's one of our biggest events now. Freedom Festival is the biggest event that we do. And that's on July 3rd every year at Drake's Creek Park. 
park and um, we usually have about 15 to 20,000 people that oh attend gosh. that event so it's a it's a lot of fun and we pull in people we pour, pull in tourists from all over I, I met people from Kentucky I met people from Alabama so people do come here because it's the a the day before Nashville's mm-hmm. celebration <laughs> so they can they can do both they can do and both. they can enjoy both which mm-hmm. is exciting and then the taste of Hendersonville happens right here at the streets of Indian Lake and that's always a lot of fun we had almost 4,000 people attend that this year mm-hmm. and we had over 75 food vendors so I, I didn't get to eat much I was working a lot but um, the people that did said they had a really good time and it's a way for our local establishments to be able to show off and say hey I'm here and I think that's one of my favorite events is the Taste of Hendersonville. Um, I came with my daughter and my husband and my grandson, and we had the best time. My grandson was going absolutely crazy. So it was a good thing, and my husband was loving. Uh, I'm going to give him a shout-out to Myers Front Porch because you guys um, made him a fan of the cinnamon rolls. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the most common question that you receive from startups And then I'm going to also ask you the same question, but for those businesses who are looking to excel, how does the chamber help the business community? Absolutely. First, can I say that a lot of people ask the question or make the assumption that the Chamber of Commerce is affiliated in in part of the city. We are not. We work together. Our job is to be cohesive with the city and the county and all other local chambers, but we are a separate separate nonprofit, a separate entity. A separate entity in the city. But so uh, the reason why I mentioned that is my role is if it's a new startup business that's having a challenge or a struggle with permitting or finding employees or um, getting zoning passed or whatever, my role is to kind of be the mediator, the facilitator between the people at the city and between the new businesses that are starting up. I like to say I'm, we're kind of like a welcoming committee for them. Mm-hmm. We do work with our economic development director at City Hall quite often. He um, goes out and, and talks to people outside of the state where I help support them once they make the decision to make Hendersonville their home. Right. Now you, um, through the chamber though, you guys have put together an amazing resource to help businesses who are coming into the area or who have just started a business here in the area. What is that resource and where can get, where can they get that okay we do have a business guide and it's either online on our our chamber website which is Mm hendersonvillechamber.com or we are happy to mail you a relocation packet or like some businesses we just had a business and i'm unfortunately i can't tell you who it is um, but we just had a business that has selected this as their new location and it's going to be a pretty large organization excellent and um, it's going to be great for our community because people will be living here working here and eating here and shopping here but they just asked for 200 relocation packets as a way to entice employees to come into the community so that will include a business guide but it'll also include our city guide and just general information about the city so we will gladly mail those to anybody anytime free of charge that that they would like but we also have a couple of other programs that we've implemented we have the chamber university mm-hmm. where if you're a member of the chamber you can attend a chamber university class and wendy is teaching another one in 2020 Yay, it's a, so a great excited. a great great class um, you can attend the chamber university class um, for free if you're a non-member and you or any of your employees let me say can attend for free excellent so a lot of people send their hr people a lot of people send their salespeople or their marketing or their customer service depending upon what the topic may be if you're not a member you can attend for a small fee and it's just to um 
pay thanks and build value to the people that are investing in their community and in their chamber. And then we've also just implemented our job board or our career center, Mm -hmm. which is on our chamber website. And that's the same principle. If you're a member, you can advertise positions complimentary on our website. And when you're when you have a niche job board website, unlike unlike Indeed, if you if you advertise on Indeed, and I love Indeed, that's what I always used before when I was looking for people. Right. But I would get applicants from all over the nation, and I would have to weed through so many people. Where a niche website, like a city specific website, is going to draw people that want to hire someone that lives in Middle Middle Tennessee. That helps new employers find the right people and save some money because they're not having to to recruit somebody from out of town. Well, kind of like me uh-huh. and bring them here and pay for moving expenses and and things like that and and i think the niche website also helps people who may be thinking about moving into the area or bringing their business into the area know that there's a resource a a great resource pool of candidates right here in the uh, hendersonville area or middle tennessee area absolutely so that's really um uh, what what is the right word that's enticing to them if they want to move into this area to know that that's available. It's it's very important. I mean, they know that there's a lot of growth happening in Nashville, but one of the biggest questions is if I'm coming to your community and I'm planning to expand, like We Argo is a brand new business that just came to our community. They already have over 150 employees working here now, but they want to, they want to add a hundred more employees in the next, in the next two years. So exciting. It's very exciting because it's going to be more people working here and living here, which is, which is great. Um, or working around our community around middle Tennessee or working in Hendersonville, but living around Middle Tennessee, and they, I, they had to find comfort from me that I, we would have a workforce development solution for them if they made that decision. That's excellent. And I just, this just goes back to the whole growth thing. Now, I love the positive growth that is happening here, and how you're able to help facilitate that and be able to get that information out there um, is so important for our community. And I'm not just talking about Hendersonville; I'm talking about the entire whole of Sumner County, because the more that we are growing, and the more that we can do here that is positive and provides um, people with fresh information, the more opportunities there are not only for the businesses that are coming in here, but the businesses that are already established, right? It's all about growth and and, uh, knowing that there are new resources and new information and new blood Mm-hmm. here in the area Absolutely. it's exciting it's very exciting Love it. and can i be the devil's advocate yeah one of the big complaints that you'll hear from people is is that are anti-growth is it's not only about money it is really about creating a community so planned yes. organized growth is what's really important making sure that you're approving the right types of Absolutely. housing and you're approving the right types of, of businesses and you're not just haphazardly changing zoning so that is that is critical but our school board they they they're prepared for it you know I mean, it's going to take like Forest Park, for example, that was a big development that was controversial. It's going to take years for them to fully develop that that area. And Dr. Phillips and I have had personal conversations. He's he's prepared. He knows what to do to make sure our schools don't suffer. Perfect. You know, so our, our businesses will be full. Our streets may be a little bit busier, but being from the Central Florida area, trust me, Orlando is worse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's not a terrible thing. You right. know, it's 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 a positive thing. And the more the more vibrant your community is, the the better it is for your children, the better it is for your family and for you. Yeah, and it's great, guys, it's great for the small businesses in our area. Believe me, um, it, it just means that there's more opportunity for all of us entrepreneurs and all of us businesses who are in the area. And it's it's an exciting time, I think, for us if we're growing and we're thinking beyond where we're at right now. Um, there's a lot more great things to come. Oh, absolutely. So that's fantastic. Um, so 
going back to the question on the startups, what is what is something that you say to a startup, somebody who's coming in, they're fresh, they're new, they're excited, but they're scared because they're really just getting going. And maybe they're, uh, you know, they don't have, of course, they don't have all the answers. None of us have all the answers, guys. I'm going to let you know right now. doesn't matter how big, how small you are. You don't have all the answers. You're always going to continue to grow. But what is it that you say to somebody who's coming into the chamber and they're a startup? And what are some of the most um, popular questions that you get and, and how do you respond? Okay, let's talk a little bit about the two different types of startups because we can work with small businesses that mm-hmm. don't have a brick and mortar facility. We can work with brick and mortar businesses or larger businesses. So um, the conversations are totally different depending upon what, what we're looking at. Great. So when I talk to a smaller business, a home-based business or um, a business that's just got a new idea and getting off the ground because uh, let's just say, I don't know, they liked photography, so they wanted to become, they wanted to open up a photography studio, sure. or they liked organizing, so now I'm going to be a professional organizer. A lot of times, those types of businesses don't have a solid business plan, mm-hmm. and they don't have a good marketing strategy. The chamber only works if you work it. So yep. we really talk a little bit about what are your demographics, who are you trying to get in touch in front of, and who is your ideal audience, and then have a marketing strategy so you're communicating to that audience Excellent. on a consistent, ongoing basis. Yep. Um, that's going to help them because if you're only coming to the free events that are business after hours let's just say at night or you're only spamming Facebook that's not necessarily revenue generating income because you're probably not having real deep down solid conversations with people during that time yes and there may be a better a better event Sumner County Women in Business might be a better place for you to be if women are your ideal target market and you are looking to grow a smaller home-based business Mm -hmm. Um, or if you have a brick-and-mortar business and you are launching a new retail establishment or you're launching a new restaurant establishment there's two things actually three things that I see quite often. First, you'll see that a a lot of the shops that are closing, um, it has nothing to do with the the location. It really has nothing to do with the location. Stores are closing because of the internet marketing concept. So you have to figure out how to be an Amazon while you're working from your business, Uh from your brick and mortar. And it's hard to do, but there's some great boutiques that do it here in town that have learned how to master social media to keep people, keep things in front of people when they're not walking through their doors. And I'm 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 great with that. Like I'll buy stuff on Facebook all the time from a locally owned business. And then I have to walk through your doors to pick it up. And now I'm buying even more. You know what I mean? So, or you have to create a service. You have to be able to offer them a service that is going to be unique. And that's why you're seeing places like Mathnasium that just opened up that is providing a service here. WHIN Radio being here, they're providing a service for the community. So you, you have to look at what is your business model and how are you going to compete with the internet? Because if I can Google something and find something for half the price because they're not paying for a brick and mortar, you can't tell people in the community to make a bad financial decision just to shop local. So you have to shop local, but you have to you have to figure out how to make it the perceived value to be high enough and great enough and good enough that people can justify the expense. Absolutely. And you have to be able to communicate with those individuals. We talk about that on a, on a uh, past co- podcast. Um, that you have to connect with your community. And if you don't understand how to use the internet, um, it's going to be really hard for you. And just like you said right now, it doesn't matter if you're only a brick and mortar, you have to understand how to use the brick, how to use the internet, how to use social media. And if you don't have a website, guys, I'm going to say it again, you need to get a website um, so that you can connect with the people who are who are looking for you and want to know more about who you are and what you do and, and everything that you can offer them. So that's an awesome um, example. 
does do you at the chamber do you have something that people can come in and say hey here's where i am at in business what do i need to do do you are you that resource or do you send them to other resources well i usually do suggest that they meet with um charles alexander alexander first and he's with tennessee small business development center Mm -hmm. he will do a free consultation with them as well however i mentioned in the beginning that i did teach um, marketing and universe I did teach marketing and business courses at a university for about 10 years and um, on a master's degree level. So, and as an entrepreneur, I do thrive and have done hundreds, if not thousands of consultations in my life. Mm -hmm. So I I am more than happy to sit down with a business and coach them through that process. And And that's free. That's absolutely free. If if they're a member? If they're a member. Yes, absolutely. Or if they're starting out and Mm -hmm. we're, we're, wanting to help them out that's the welcome wagon part of it you know that's what we do is we give them that kind of advice and 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 those resources but we do tell all of our members and any of the businesses in our community if you're struggling let us know how i mean the reason we created the job board site and the reason we created hendersonville is hiring on facebook was because i saw help wanted signs through people like in businesses all over our community because unemployment rate was at the lowest it had ever been in tennessee state history i mean that's yeah and so that was a need so that's a need that we have to fill the reason we're teaching the chamber university courses now for free is because i i was talking to people who had weaknesses in their business either they didn't have proper accounting practices they didn't have good business plans they didn't know how to do social media right and you're struggling and you cannot you can't create the revenue or reach your goals if you don't even know what you're starting with I just consulted with someone the other day who she she was trying to make ends meet and I said well how many how many sales do you have to have a month to make that happen she had never figured that out oh wow and it's like well let's start with how much money does it cost to put food on the table and keep a roof over your head yeah and then work your model backwards and see if this is even viable yeah let's start from the beginning and figure this part out mm-hmm. and i think by having um that mentor and that person who you can talk to and and reflect on is one of the most valuable things for any small business or startup um, or new entrepreneur and people you have to reach out though you can't just expect something to happen you have to reach out to the resources that are available to you and you have to scope those out Um, a lot of times people are going to be a little tight-lipped unfortunately but you know there are lots and lots of people who will be willing to help you and uh, again the chambers are one of those things and so contact Kathleen at the chamber and let her know where you're at let her know what your struggles are don't do this alone you can't do it alone and don't camouflage it you know i I told you that i've done hundreds if not thousands of consultations in my life one of the big things that a lot of my employees used to know was that if somebody actually cried when i was on the phone having a consultation with them then um that was a win for me and that was a win because they (laughs) got authentic and real enough to get to the real point of what was stopping them from reaching their goals love it and so many times we sugarcoat things and we we don't think things through and we pretend like we're busy and hope that at the end of the day things stick yeah and that's not that's not a good way to be in control of your business you know control it don't let it control you yeah and you can't control your business that way if you're not going to be honest right if you're not going to be honest with yourself about your business there's no way that you're going to be able to be honest enough to put things down on paper to get the things done that you need to get done and how you need to get it done Mm -hmm. Uh, just be honest people so that's a a great tip i think that's probably one of the most valuable things i've heard people say um, is be honest So thank you for that. All right. Now, why is networking then so valuable to businesses? Networking is 
in, tremendously huge to businesses for several different reasons. First, you have to be part of your community. People do business, and everybody knows this, with people they know, like, and trust. Yep. But if you're not a face in the community that people recognize, they're not going to feel guilty if they don't spend money with you or if they don't use your services. They're going to be less likely to refer you if they don't have that connection with you. Yeah. So it's really important to get out there and get to know people. And you, you mentioned that I've only been here for three years. I can tell you that I'm shocked sometimes when I make introductions of people that I've just assumed oh, wow. would automatically know each other. Sure. And they're like, no, I've never met that person before. And it's like, that person can change your business. You right. you have to know this person. So um, getting out there and, and getting to know people and and getting off your phones and social media is important but I tell young professionals all the time that you you can't hide behind it you have to make that interpersonal connection you yeah. have to have the dynamics of communication is really how you're going to take a, a customer to being a friend and when you're you've got a friend they become a customer for a lifetime right it's it's about relationships mm-hmm. it's about establishing those those connections with the people who can help you but also knowing that it's not just about the you know the get 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 it's uh, there's a formula that i absolutely absolutely love it's called give give get the more that you give the more that you're going to get back but you can't give if you're not going to be around the people who can help you right or that you can help right absolutely so and i have a rule of thumb wendy i i never pass out a business card ever when i'm networking mm-hmm. i never asked tell people what I need from them when I network. I always tell people, don't be a business card psycho. When you're at an event, <laughs> keep your business cards we in your all pocket know those. <laughs> and wait until someone says, can I have your business card? Yeah. And if they ask for one, then give them one. Otherwise, yeah. it's that's that's a loss of revenue because it's going to end up in the garbage. Right. Um, but also, if you lead with, how can I serve you? How can I help you? If you have a servant heart, what you put into the lives of others always does come back to yes. you. So it, it, it pays off in the end. Yeah. Also, don't be that kind of person that goes to a networking event and always talks to the same people and sits at the same place because that's also not a revenue generating activity that's just socializing with girlfriends or or guys that you already know so you know making a point to meet one new person each time to step out of your comfort zone even if you have the most established business and you're a multi-billion dollar company you never know who you're going to meet and what what that that may mean in the future I love that. Get Step outside of your comfort zone. I love it. Talk to people who you don't know already and get, let them get to know who you are. Beautiful. Love it. Can, can okay. I share one more thing with yeah, you real absolutely. quick on that? Heck yes. Um, part of the reason I started my own networking organization is I am a very introverted person and most people have no idea. Are you really? So even don't go out and start your own networking organization, <laughs> but step up and lead. Take a role. You know, work, work the name tag table. Stand at the front door and offer to greet people as they come in. Offer to sit with the new members. I found if I put myself in authorita- an authoritative position or a leadership role, mm-hmm. I became the hostess. And I can be a hostess I can throw a party (laughs) instead of a guest walking into a room with 200 people that they've never met before so step up into leadership it changes the way people look at you Mm -hmm. they're more likely to remember you and it makes networking and it makes having conversations with strangers so much more enjoyable what a great idea I love that idea so um, now 
there are lots of opportunities for people to become that in those roles with the chamber. What are some of the networking um, opportunities that you host at the chamber? Okay, well, every Wednesday we hold leads um, at the chamber. So that is exactly what it's called, leads. Mm -hmm. You go in and you do a 60-second infomercial. Someone's a facilitator and someone is a six-minute spotlight presenter. So that happens every Wednesday. Once a month we do Sumner County Women in Business. Mm -hmm. And Wendy has stepped up and she is leading that for us too. But I'm sure she would welcome someone to work the registration table Absolutely. or to greet guests or to you know help help them mingle and meet other people we have young professionals council that also meets once a month and then once a month we have a business after hours and then once a month we have a monthly luncheon and then once a month we have a chamber university class so we are busy constantly if you go to the hendersonvillechamber.com website you will see um, hundreds of events because we are booked through the end of 2020. Oh my gosh. In most with most of our events. Yes. And so there's never a lack of a way for you to get connected. No. There is never a lack. So if anyone feels that they're all alone in this, um no, you're not. You need to just get yourself connected. And you know the bigger of a we that you can build, even if you're a solopreneur, you're yeah. a one-person business, um, the bigger your we you can build, the bigger your company looks. So what I like to tell people is you can send anybody to represent your company to anything at any time. So if you don't have an employee, but you want to hit the young professionals market, then contact Ball State, contact Union University, contact Welch College, and ask mm -hmm. them for, for a marketing person that could come to a luncheon once a month to read your 60-second promotion and represent your company for you. What a great idea. It's, it's an easy solution, but yeah. it gives them something to put on their resume for two years because right. they're a, represent, a PR representative for you and your company in your field. Um, so think outside the box. Even Sumner County Women in Business. Yeah. Let's say I had an accountant who had a, he said, I'm too busy. It's tax season. I can't go to anything. And he had an elderly mother, mother who was retired. And I said, do you know anybody who likes to socialize and can enjoy getting out and having lunch with ladies once a month? And he said, oh, my mother would love to do that. <laughs> well, the mother loved to brag about her kid. Like, like what mother right. wouldn't want to do a 60-second infomercial on your son? So she used to go to the monthly luncheons. Once a year, he would show up so everybody can see his face. And it was a women's group, but everybody loved to see him because his mother had been talking about him for a whole year. <laughs> um, so just think outside of the box with your business. That Grow is, your we. That, that's fantastic. Another great tip, you guys. I mean, come on, you guys. This is invaluable information that you're hearing today on uh, Success by Design. So thank you for all those amazing tips. Um, so aside from the networking, what other resources are available with the Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce that um, the businesses can tap into? So we send out hundreds of relocation packets, mm -hmm. um, typically a month. So mm -hmm. if you're a business and you're in this area and you're wanting to meet new people, like just today, someone came in, they're, they're, they just put their mother in Clarendale. They're wanting to find a job here and they're wanting to find a place to live here mm -hmm. because their mother is now here. So in that situation, in that circumstance, he, was re he received a relocation packet. So if you're a business and you want to meet new people, if you want to know who's coming into our community, we went from 52,000 people when I first first got here mm -hmm. three years ago to over 62,000 people, almost 63,000 people right now. Wow. And we're predicted to be at 80,000 people by 2025. So if you think about that growth, huge. if you're a business and you want all these new people to know about it, then you need to be part of that relocation packet. Mm -hmm. We have a member directory that has thousands of people listed in our member directory. And typically it's the CEO. So like, let me give you um, TriStar of Hendersonville, our local hospital. Right. 
the TriStar has about 40 people that are in our database that attend things pretty consistently and pretty frequently. However, if you look on our member directory, either in the city guide or on our website, you will see that the TriStar CEO is the name and the contact information that's listed there. So use that city guide and the, our directory to find the people and the businesses and the resources that you need for your business or for your personal use, whatever, right. whatever it may be. And that, so, so you're using that as a business resource for your business, but also to get information out about your business. You, when you're a chamber member, you can add your information to the relocation packet and to the member listing. Yes, absolutely. So, and so your eye, people are seeing you out there as a business um, who may not otherwise know who you are, especially if you're not going to those networking events. But that's all going to change, right, guys? Because of our conversation here today, you need to get out there, but use the resources that are available that that the chamber has for us. Mm, absolutely, I love that. And how can how can businesses get connected to the chamber i know we can go in there we can call but what what are some of the best things that they can do to get connected with the chamber i think it, calling or going to our website for start and the website um, is hendersonvillechamber.com easy enough to remember exactly mm -hmm. so or going to our facebook page or our internet page or our twitter page or our instagram page <laughs> any of those things um, is a great way to start a conversation with with us and how do you how do you get connected again i'm going to go back to that's not uh, an open-ended quite i mean like that's not an easy answer mm -hmm. because the the connection is going to be coached through based upon the business's needs. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what, it's our job to work with the city, the county, and the industrial development board to solve any business's problem and to help you get to the people you need. And it could be something as simple as we had a new huge company that came here that did a big build out and was real excited about moving their business here. And they had a problem with with plants that they cut down and they they That's kept simple. getting fines and they but they they weren't getting to the right people they weren't getting the right answers mm -hmm. so they contacted me and asked me for help mm -hmm. it got put on the bottom of a pile somewhere and we got it moved right back up to the top and within an hour it the problem was taken care of and, and it was resolved wow so it's it could be something as simple as that mm -hmm. so even if you're a resident if you have a, a challenge or a problem we can at least coach you through how to how to be heard you know I actually once had an alderman say to me that they were going to vote no on something because they heard from 12 people that they didn't want to do this well, the 12 people that they heard from probably, and I don't know who they were, I didn't ask, but they were probably people that had lived here for a very long time, that were retired, that had time to sit around and watch Hendersonville Chamber on, or Hendersonville on Channel 3. Mm -hmm. um, so if you look at the growth that we've had here and that we're at 63,000, if you're letting your aldermen vote on something based upon 12 people that have time yeah. and know what to do. So even if you're a citizen, if you have a problem, a concern, if a need, reach out to us because that's our job. Our job is to connect people together and it, it can Love be that. to solve a problem, fill a need um, or find a solution. So what's next then for the, for the Hendersonville chamber? What is the next big plan or the big idea and how is that going to help impact the business community? Well, we are right now about to celebrate our 50th anniversary as a chamber in March of 2020. So the next big focus that we're focused on is we're, we're doing a membership drive campaign. Mm -hmm. And our goal is to grow by an additional 250 members throughout the Hendersonville area by March 2020. Okay. So um, that's that's our goal. That's our vision. That's All what right. we're focused on. And that's Love what it. we're going to do. So we just did a, a major um, direct mail campaign drop in all of the surrounding cities as well 
well as in Hendersonville to make those connections with different people. Mm-hmm. We're advertising in Nashville. We're advertising throughout Middle Tennessee just to let people know, hey, Hendersonville is a great place to live, work, and play mm-hmm. and, and to, to know about us. So that's really what we're focused on. We do have a couple of new membership benefits that we're going to be debuting in the new year. Um, not we? ready to release oh, them yet. Oh, gosh, I was just about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> not ready to release them yet. But um, let's just put it this way. We will be the leading business development engine in Sumner County. And our goal for that and and what makes us able to do that is almost everybody on my team has been an entrepreneur in some way, shape, or form because I have built million, $2 million companies myself. Mm -hmm. And because of my background, I didn't come into this role as a, a a social services mentality. A lot of chambers are run more like a government. A lot of chambers are run more like um, like the, like a city and with a so- social service mentality. Mm-hmm. We really have the goal and the desire to do whatever it takes to elevate businesses, to teach them what they need, to help their employees, and to really take them to the next level. And, and that's gonna be our focus. And that's very exciting because it's never okay to stay status quo when you're a business. You always have to keep moving moving up and forward and on because uh, if you are status quo, it's going to mean the death of your business. Absolutely. It really is. My husband um, used to joke around with me. I've published nine books. Um, wow. And really? Yeah, nine books. Google it or Amazon it. We're going to Amazon um, it. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband used to joke around because in these books, they were mostly business guides or marketing guides. And he'd say, you're telling everybody exactly how we run, run our business. Our competition is buying those books. And I used to say to my husband, honey, it's okay. Yep. Because by the time the book debuts, I'll be doing everything differently. Right. You know, And that's truly what you have to do is you have to continue to have a marketing strategy and a business strategy to constantly evolve to stay one step a- ahead of everybody else. And, and, and that is amazing. And here's the other part of that that I think is really important for people to remember. Even if you're giving information out, because we give information out all the time. I love to share information and sometimes I get people saying, why aren't you selling that? Well, here's the thing. Even if I'm giving information out, many unfortunately don't heed to the information and then go back to their old routines. And so if they're not going to heed to the information, they're not going to grow. So what are, you con- what, are you con- um, what are you worried about as a business? You know, you don't need to be worried. It's okay to share information. And if those businesses are growing because of you, they're going to give back to you. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. And if you're not growing as a business, you better be growing. You need to continually all, always be part of doing something. The Chamber University classes are amazing. They are run by um, local area experts. And so you are going to get firsthand accounts of information that is current and relevant to what you need. So thank you for all of that. Well, you're welcome. And you know, one of the best benefits when unemployment rate is so low is because we've partnered with Union and Welch and Ball State, the Chamber University classes do qualify for continued education credits. So if you take those large companies that may not need to necessarily network because they're more of a global company or they're an online company, but now all of a sudden you're adding value by allowing your employees to attend these classes and have personal development and personal growth, and then use these certificates to apply to college education um, that's that's huge and that's adding another HR benefit to to what you're offering your your team and that's going to help keep incentivizing incentivizing absolutely them. if you're investing in your team they're going to invest so much more back into your business absolutely I love it so before we leave what would some of the last words be from you about what you want to see happening with the chamber and then just tell our our listeners more of 
how they can achieve. Okay. I would love to see happening with the chamber uh, more continued support with our chamber foundation so we can better grow the um, chamber, so we can better grow teachers and and how much we give away at our Golden Apple Gala, Mm -hmm. which happens every October. And we all know that teachers invest so much in their classes. We all know that. Any parent, you know how much your teachers have invested in your children out of their own pockets. So even if it's a $10 donation or a $100 donation, the Chamber Foundation is a 501c3. Mm -hmm. So if you do it before the end of the year, it's a tax-deductible donation. So now would be a great time to consider doing that. And then that helps us identify how much we have raised and how much we can give away at the next Golden Apple um, Gala. And I can tell you, this year we had, oh, goodness gracious, uh, triple the amount of requests than we had last year. So we started from teachers. From teachers. Wow. So we started giving away the money um, at an event so they could physically see it being being passed out and distributed. Yeah. And it's only been two years since we've started doing that because I've only been here for three. Right. So um, it last year we had triple the amount. So next year we're going to have even more. So I know that that's going to be important. Mm. And I would also like to see the chamber get involved. I'm, it's my dream and my hope that we create an event center here that is that similar to amazing. like a, a huge event center. Yeah, that, is, that seats more than 200 people. Yes, yes. Love Bluegrass Country Club. Love you. Mean it. Absolutely. Um, but I but we really do need something for graduations mm-hmm. and we need something for nonprofits and we need something for, you know, fundraising galas that 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 holds 600 to 800 people. So Conventions. that's exactly that's because we lose a lot of tourism revenue. Yeah. We, we didn't spend a lot of time with that, but it's, it is the chamber's goal to increase tourism. So I would like to see the chamber invest in a, a building that is an event center. And then ultimately, I would like to see I, I welcome people's donations, big or small, to to the Chamber Foundation, but ultimately I would like to see that event center funding the Golden Apple Gala grants so we can actually make a big impact. So if Our we have $200,000 yeah. to give away or $500,000 to give away for the schools to, to really support education in our community. I think that is amazing. We had Barry, um, uh, Barry Young from the uh, Sumner County Tourism Bureau here um, a couple of weeks ago. And tourism here in Sumner County is just growing and exploding. So we are in desperate need of a place that we can allow people to come to have that those conventions and those events um and it would be a win-win for everyone so i am going to be watching that closely i'm excited about that whole concept so congratulations on that because i know it's going to happen yeah i know thank it will. you thank yeah, you I, I know it will well any final words for our business community what would you say well i can tell you that the most frequently asked question that i get whether i'm speaking at an elementary school with first graders or i'm speaking at a women's organization or a a bible study study or wherever is what's coming to hendersonville next Mm -hmm. so i I do want to tell you some of the things that i can share with you yay so we do have a cute and i just met it's a mom and a husband and wife owned wine and food bar that's going next to play it against sports and that they're underway it's happening quickly so I'm very nice. excited about that. Nice, nice, nice couple. We do have what well, TOA, you've probably seen now the sign. That's Incredible looking gorgeous. building. Yes, beautiful. And then we have another medical facility, a, a pretty large organization that is going off of Anderson um, Way across from Lake, Carab- Lake Carabas. Uh-huh. Um, so those are some some big things that are happening in our community that, that are up and coming. And most people have heard already about the Popeyes that's going in mm. and um, the Chipotle. Yes, Chipotle, Chipotle yes. 
that how you say it? Yes, okay. Chipotle. <laughs> um, that's going in right next to Popeye's. So we do have a few of those that are that are happening and, and up and coming. And a lot more exciting things that just hasn't been released. And I, I do have to sign non-disclosure agreements. So <laughs> any business that, that wants me to sign an NDA, I, I will gladly send an, sign one before we have a conversation with each other. But. Oh, that's so good to know. But what's really great to know is that we can find out from you when you don't have the NDA that what all the great things that are happening here because again it's so exciting and these are things that um, you know make the community just really whole and uh, allow us to grow into a, a new way that's positive mm -hmm. and so um, it's wonderful to have you at the helm and to be leading the way and uh, working with the other um, cities in the area and working with our government organizations because camaraderie and the ability to work together is what makes us stronger. So thank you for that. Well, my pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate, we appreciate it. having you on here. I'm so happy um, that you were here and that you were able to come out of your busy day because I do know how busy you are. Um, but I appreciate everything and I appreciate everything that you do. It was a treat. Thanks. Thank you. And that was Kathleen Hawkins, the CEO and president of the Hendersonville Area Chamber of Commerce. And this is Sumner, I'm sorry, this is not Sumner County Women in Business. However, if you're interested in that, you can go to Sumner County Women in Business on Facebook and join us at any of our events. But this is Wendy Navarro, CEO of Navarro Creative Group and your host for Success by Design, where you can listen on winradio.com, winradio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud and navarrocreativegroup.com. Thank you all so very much. We appreciate you and we wish you all the best of success.